her face and the joy she was radiating, based on the calling clock she was winning the race. She finished by running into Sean's arms, a warm embrace, a marathon run by one but celebrated by thousands. Their love for each other touched me in a profound way. Colleen's marathon had nothing to do with running. It was 26.2 miles of love, joy, and an acceptance of making the best of what you have. What I love most about Colleen is that she always thanks everyone who played a role in her survival. She knows firsthand the love and commitment of our first responders and all the healthcare workers who helped her all the way down to the generous people who donated blood to keep her alive. She feels a very strong connection with hundreds of people on this journey, and she wants to thank them all. When a race starts, we all follow the same path to the finish line, but we all take very different paths to make it to the starting line. Colleen's path is a journey of survival, gratitude, love, and a boatload of courage to overcome so many obstacles. Colleen has taught me so many life lessons. She literally is gratitude in motion. Running is the ultimate faith healer, restoring belief not only in oneself, but in life's possibilities. Introduction There are some things you learn when you get run over by a freight truck. It was a beautiful fall day, and I had just opened up a great new chapter in my life. I was a 36-year-old newlywed with a fulfilling job where I knew I was making a difference in kids' lives, and my husband and I were doing triathlons together and talking about starting a family. Things were finally going according to plan, and then the plan got set on fire, courtesy of an impatient driver who blew a stop sign. But you learn. Mostly, you learn how to be grateful for every tiny thing you probably took for granted before. You spend a lot of time lying down in hospital beds with nothing but your thoughts, and that can go one of two ways. You can drown in your own sorrow, which I did for some time, or you can realize that even with the pain, the permanent disfigurement, the nightmares, and the limitations, life is still not only worthwhile, but beautiful. Don't get me wrong. I would rather have learned that lesson without getting flattened on the street, but that's how it went. All my life, I defined myself as an athlete, a cyclist mostly, considering that my dad owned a bike shop and I'd practically grown up there learning about bike mechanics. I wasn't even four when I got on my first bike. In my 20s, I'd already had to deal with significant health challenges that affected my competitive abilities, but I could not have pictured the absolute derailment of my life that was to come. And I could not have imagined getting through it and smiling at the end of it all. In the thick of it, there were many days and nights when I wished I had just died on the road rather than endure the constant daily pain and humiliation of a body that could no longer function without machinery and tubes and bags. What pulled me out of it were the heroes, more than 200 people who had collaborated to save my life. So many people teamed up just so I could live to see another sunset, take another walk with my dog, plant another garden. The path back to an active life was fraught with difficulties and setbacks, some of which are permanent, but along the way I learned to keep my focus on gratitude and live my life accordingly, not only feeling thankful, 
but acting on my thankfulness. The more I found ways to give back, the better I felt. Now I'm ready to share my journey in the hope that you will find value in it. We're all connected in this world, and it's our job to look out for one another. Just as many people have looked out for me, I hope I can now be a light for people who are seeking one. Thank you for listening to my story. Chapter 1. First Love I folded the loose-leaf note meticulously into an origami triangle, the way high school kids in the 90s did. On the outside was his name, Sean. On the inside were the words that might just lead to young romance or crushing heartbreak. I've heard lots about you, and I think it would be cool to get to know you. If you want, you can call me tonight at 8. What I actually...